Hello everyone, welcome to Coffee Chat. It's a little bit later in the day, so I actually turned this into tea chat for this afternoon. I uh, had a lot to do today and it just it just didn't work out for a variety of reasons and there were a couple of priorities. So I didn't want to not do a coffee chat because as always, there's just so much to talk about and share with you and encourage you about. Um, I'll tell you, I don't know if you can see the gray skies behind me. Um, I want to make an observation. This is not a complaint. This is not me saying, poor me, I live in Florida. Look at how gloomy it is. It's just, it's a, it's a, it's an observation of, of, of strangeness. Uh, I, I know we're all aware of chemtrails. We see the proof of it. People have tested some of the fallout, but I have to tell you, I've been, I've had family down in South Florida for 40 years and I've been coming down here easily for the last 40 years. Uh, in my 20s, it was a couple times a year, uh, but in the last 20 to 30 years, I was down here six, seven, eight times a year, like every other month. And so I have a lot of experience here and now I've lived down here in South Florida for almost three years. And I have to tell you, and it could be a coincidence and it could be nothing, but I have never seen December and January or any two months in a row on the calendar, um, gloomy day after day after day after day down here. It, it's what, it doesn't happen. And that's why people flock. I think tourism is down. I think the snowbird numbers are down. Um, it is, I mean, I, I think you can see it. It is just the grayest of the gray and it's not normal. And something is causing it. And it's just not, it's just very strange. Um, you know, the temperatures are, you know, seemingly normal. Yeah, they're, they're, they're balmy to cool balmy to cold some nights, things like that. But that's not the, what I'm talking about just never seen so much heavy cloud cover. It's like people are, you know, getting down and irritable because they're not used to that down here. And so they're, you know, the light isn't getting into their sunlight, the warmth, the yellow sunlight. We just haven't, we don't, we only get a few minutes here and there it ekes through. It's just so strange. So I wanted to mention that. Uh, I know I have a lot of followers that are down here in Florida and you can let me know what you think. I look at the weather map, it's just always cloudy, and it just doesn't make sense. Um, I will tell you that um, my family did surprise me with a cruise over Christmas. I never talk about a, something like that, um, you know, ahead of time for our safety. Um, and so they surprised me. I'm just gonna hit the do not disturb. Um, it's their way of all getting together and saying, we love you, you know, instead of giving you a present, we'll give you the present of time and we'll all be together. And it was wonderful. But the ship went down around Florida and up uh, on, off the western coast of Florida, but in between Mexico. But the only day, and there were a couple of sunny days like out to sea, but it was spotty. The only day that was really, really 
totally clear skies blue, sunny, was the day we docked in Honduras. And um, it was great, it was like normal. Just is strange, just telling you it's strange. Um, the cup today is really from me to me. I'm almost out of new cups. I'm gonna start using all the beautiful cups over and over until I get new new gifts and then I'll get those on the show. But this was something that in, was in, inspired by, if any of you know the, um, the bunch of reality shows, uh, Vanderpump Rules and Beverly, uh, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I don't, you know, I don't watch them very much like I used to years ago. They were kind of fun back then. Uh, but Lisa Vanderpump had put out a book. I just love her decorating. I don't know her. We probably have incredibly disparate political views, but she just has the best taste. And so there was this set of cups that, you know, she was just using in a show years ago. And so I, I hunted it down on the internet and I found them. They're just absolutely gorgeous you know, gorgeous white peacocks. So little little afternoon tea with Dr. Jane. So I wanna talk about the propaganda. God, it's so deep rooted. It's so deep rooted and it's, it's legacy from 2020. And there are people that have been kind of uh, made aware understand, you know, that this whole thing, you know, was criminal part, you know, uh, it was made to look in part like it was real. It's all a hoax and all that. But knee jerk reaction. I talked to the manager of our office building and I know she had been out for a few days. So, oh, you know, so-and-so's out. Okay, I'll talk to her when she gets back. Hope she's doing okay. So I ran into her today and I said, Hey, you look good. You look really great. You know, you're out for three days. I said, uh, hope you're, hope you're feeling good. Didn't ask her what do I don't want to, you know, and she goes, yeah, she goes, the second time I got COVID. I'm like, oh God, do I get into this? Second time I've gotten COVID. First time wasn't too bad. I'm sure she's jabbed. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. Hello. And, but boy, this second time really kicked my butt. I said, oh, well, you said you were only out for three days and you look fabulous. And she did, she looked great color, looked healthy, energetic, walking in the halls, getting work done. Oh yeah, 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 I was, I was really, yeah, I was really good. I'm, yeah, I just, I feeling great today. Dude, it was three days, you had a cold. She was, it was, it was, a, it was kind of a, it felt like a flu. People don't understand the difference between a cold and a flu. Most of you understand that a flu is more severe. It's kind of like a cold, only really bad, lasts a lot longer. But I'll tell you what one of the key distinguishing characteristics is. And I think I've talked about this before. A cold comes on over days, right? Start, one day you start to feel, ah, eh, my neck. Throat's kind of thick, Ugh, run down. But the next day, oh my God, I got a sore throat. I had to lay down this afternoon. I don't feel good, I'm coming down with something. And maybe by the third day, you're like, you know, congestion, blowing your nose, fever. And then it, and then it, you know, it kind of, then it starts to resolve. Big difference with the flu. The flu comes on over hours. 
maybe over an entire day, but it's fast. And when it hits, it's hard. And it takes you through a respiratory struggle and coughing and coughing up and then going into a dry cough and, okay. So when she said, you know, I had COVID and it felt, sure felt like a flu. Dude, it was three days. You're back to work and you look like a million bucks. You had a cold and you had a mild cold. But I just don't always have the energy every minute of the day. So it just hit me on how knee jerk this, all of this has become. It's just such a reflect, you know, you've got propaganda reflexively now. And so I, I'm just so concerned for people because now we're starting to have discussions about disease X. Well, what do you think? What do you think? They got us talking about it. I got an invitation to be on a show, somebody's show next week. And he said, I'd like you to talk about disease X. Like it's real. I, I think he knows it's not, but I mean, it was just the way. Um, you know what, look, are there some legitimate concerns? Sure, after what they did to us, there are always legitimate concerns. They're coming out with this disease X and pretending, not even pretending, Tedros at the, at the WHO says it's a placeholder because we know we're gonna get whacked again and we know it's gonna be 20 times harsher than COVID. Really? Has anybody asked him for any evidence? Hey, what have you seen? Even in your preclinical, your lab, your Petri dishes, what are you seeing in your, let's see what you've got. I mean, do you have a virus? Do you have a sequence? Do you have some proof that you saw something in the lab that you took something from somewhere and then you saw it blow up? I mean, nobody questions these people, right? You better be careful of disease X. Hit them back. What's your proof of that? Oh, well, we know we, we have prognos prognosticating. We have predictive models. Let's see it. Let's see your predictive models. You know, the, the, one of the real marks of intelligence is to be able to explain something highly technical to someone who's not an expert in it. So let's see you explain to us out here in the public how you got to that conclusion. Where's your science? Now, a lot of people are pissed off. A lot of people are on guard. They're not gonna take it. They're not gonna believe in it. We. The uncertainty is how they're going to deliver it. How are they going to deliver it? Are they going to drop a gain of function in a few cities and show some people, you know, freaking out in hospitals and all the traffic and morgue trucks around hospitals over three or four major U.S. cities so that then they can have a, you know, a, a, a plausible story for we're getting hit with a, another pandemic. And look, there's a big argument going on among some of the well-known frontline doctors on whether it was a pandemic. And you might say, well, why is that important? Why are we bickering over it? It's important because you're really not paying attention that the narrative controllers are being separated from the truth, the people that really are not 
working to get a message out for hire. The definition, deadly, lethal, whether it's an epidemic is a breakout of an infectious, potentially spreading, I'm just giving you the basic, okay? Epidemic, it's usually localized, it could be larger across a state, could be several states in the United States, and you might say, hey, we got Tennessee, our, uh, 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 Georgia, South Carolina, got a little area here, we got an epidemic, okay? A pandemic, look at your words, pan, pandemic is many countries, first of all, within, you have many countries, usually you have multiple continents or more than one continent. Otherwise, it's an epidemic if it's contained in one continent. I'm, I'm not going to get, don't get picky with me. You get the point if you have in intercontinental reports and then within countries or within the continent in various countries you have high levels reported so it's kind of a you know it's a double it's, it's one upon the other we never had that with covid first of all we were duped we had a gain of function i think they dropped something else for one or two of their other variant stories just to give it some 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 teeth but you had the the incidence map the remember the red bubbles from Johns Hopkins that was that was paid for by Bill Gates He's still paying for it he owns the majority of that university go do your due diligence and see it then you have this, the tug of war around findings. You know, when I reported on, I was the first person to report in the United States on the findings of graphene oxide. I was the first person to report the discovery of the white fibrous clots from cadavers, from embalmers that were pulling them out when they couldn't get their tools in to embalm some, right? And back then in 20, early 2021, mid 2021, fall of 2021, you know, I got a lot of attention from the fact checkers, Daniel Funky at USA Today and Reuters and The Atlantic and a whole bunch of other others, right? And I don't think a lot of the controlled opposition was either hired or out here yet because none of those guys said a, had said word about, a boo about it. And I went into 2022 repeating the reporting so that more and more people could see it. And then Mike Adams did the analysis on the first samples and we got that word out over and over again. And that's where the ankle biters began, right? And you have to ask yourself, if these guys are real scientists, these guys who push back on us, Ryan Cole called me a drunk on Twitter and said I was screwed up. I mean, he was unhinged. If you're a real scientist, you say, hmm, that's interesting. I'd like to look into that more. I'd like to see some of your evidence. I'd like to try to replicate it. Um, how did you get your vials? What was your chain of custody? How did you lay it up on your microscope? What kinds of spectroscopy did you do? Uh, blah, 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 right? What other there was none of that. There was pushback. Oh, Jane's this, 
Jane's that. Uh, he, you know, practically yanked off the stage uh, asked Dr. Astrid Stuckelberger, for God's sake. Um, this whole pandemic thing gets heated up in a discussion in the last few days on Twitter. And, you know, Malone is triggered, right, in his responses. And then you have Urso, who's an ankle biter, who's, you know, carrying water for Malone. And you have Corey, who's always been, look at them all, okay, they're always together. They always, the majority of them speak together. For the most part, it's that inner cadre. That's why Dr. Michael Eden got, you know, kind of, you know, what did he get? Got Malone telling him, bring your receipts or go home. He got disparaged by Malone. I said to him, Mike, you're lucky you didn't get sued. Um, he got his, his, what, there was some technical glitch when they were in the UK and it was time for Dr. Eden's presentation. Oh, that's a coincidence. Wow, how convenient. Uh, you have a lot of signs right now. You have a lot of these, you gotta put them together. Okay, because if we, if I, I've tried. I've tried to show you the truth. I've tried to tell you the truth. I've tried to tell you who's who and show you. And I've brought receipts, but I get accused of dividing. I get accused of infighting. So it's like, you know what? If you're gonna do it on your own, and you should, you need to pay attention. You need to pay attention to the, to the patterns. Who sticks up for who on a topic, okay? Not just talking in general, on a topic. So who are the anti-grapheners? Who are the anti-white fibrous clots? Because remember, Cole also said, tried to mock me in social media last year and said, it's sugar and cholesterol. Really? Where's your report? Where's your report? If you just kind of look at those patterns and you'll see who runs to whose rescue. Because to me, that's a collection of a narrative. It's not a collection of scientists who concurrently or came together after individually finding certain things and they want to, the, the way to refute something I've reported or that I've found myself is to say, is to call me up and say, hey, uh, Jane, let me, let me ask you these questions because I'd like to replicate or I'd, or I'd like to get together with you and Dr. Zandri Batha or you and, you know, so, like we did with Mike Adams and let's go through it and let's try to replicate it. And let's get into what these really are. But instead they throw, they're throwing, you know, red flags all over. They're throwing meat around to get your attention. Oh, they're infighting. Oh, they're just to distract you from hearing what we're really trying to warn you about. I'm keeping it general because I learned a lot. I've learned a lot in the last year or two. I've learned that I can get you important information without necessarily, you know, calling out names or pointing. You'll figure it out. You'll get there. You'll get there. And it just concerns me. It concerns me that um, people are so hungry to get back to what they think is normal that they're not seeing, that they have to really be prepared. Uh, I saw somebody said they, on Twitter, they were asked a question, what are you doing to prepare for disease X? Well, I hear, when I hear that question, I hear, what are you doing 
to prepare for the possibility that the powers that be that conducted the 2020 COVID theater are going to do something imminently this year, before the election, after the election, election, okay? That's what I hear when I hear the question. So I'm thinking, okay, well, it's all baloney. It's an excuse for the WHO to declare, which they've already done, by the way, the public health emergency of international concern. That's the key that opened up what the IHR is gonna be, is gonna bring in, right? That whole thing where each country gives away their sovereignty. And by the way, Biden already signed us over. Gotta be aware of that. Because when they come into neighborhoods, when, uh, as one of my guests said, when the excrement hits the portable uh, cooling device, when things go sideways and they're in your neighborhood, UN trucks and they're telling you, get back inside, lockdown. That's really, that's the poop hitting the you know what. And what are you doing to be ready for that? Because maybe a neighbor falls out in the street with, you know, they're, they're the example of the sickness. Oh my God, disease X is hitting my neighborhood. Let's get back inside. What are you doing to prepare to think, discern, if you have to be, you know, in your home and sort of stay in, you know, and not, because there's martial law or something, what are you doing to prepare to protect your family and to have enough sustenance, whether it's food, clean water, um, any, you know, herbs, natural medicine, first aid kit, security, power goes out. What are you going to do? Got a generator? As power goes out, you're Wi-Fi'd up the wazoo. You're not going anywhere. Your alarms aren't going to work. Your security system's not going to work your thermostat's not going to work. Think about it. Think about it. It's important. That's what I hear when I hear the question, what are you doing to prepare for disease X? How ridiculous. So it's either a psychological operation or it's a psychological operation and there's nothing and they're just getting you to stay on your anxious side, right? Overly hyper focused, aware, hyper anxious, or it's a combination of a PSYOP where they're also going to give you something that looks like a real situation and, and maybe drop something. And the, you know, the, 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 the quietness is, is going to all be flipped up and they're going to get that chaos and fear and then they're going to use it to do whatever the next step is in their operation. That's what I hear when I hear that question. Because hearing disease X is like hearing, it's like chalk on the wall when someone says, yeah, I had COVID last week. You're perpetuating the narrative of your perpetrators, of your captors, of your killers. Think about it. There's a lot you should be thinking about now. There's a lot you should be planning. There's a lot you should be ready for. I've done a lot of the teaching and the work. 
You can go back and look at a lot of my shows on Rumble, rumble.com forward slash DR Jane Ruby. A lot of different, for lack of a better term, pre preparations and things to think about. So have a wonderful Tuesday. I uh, will see you again tomorrow night for the Dr. Jane Ruby show. Um, I hope you're having a great night and I hope we see the sun again soon in Florida. So odd. God bless you all. Have a good night. Hi everyone, Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.